He's from the north. She's from the south. And we want to know what's in your mouth. Hello, 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 and welcome to In Yo Mouth. I am your joy of cooking hostess with the most this Munoz. And as always, sitting next to me is my ut dog, my guide to dealing with me tubes, my best gal pal, <laughs> Marie. Hello and welcome. <laughs> that is if I was a chef and I had had my own series. That says how I would talk. Uh, uh, dealing with meat, meat tubes. tubes. <laughs> Because we have a very special guest here today. Mmm, do tell. <laughs> well, today's theme, y'all are going to learn, we want to talk all about cookbooks. Cookbooks. Oh, wait. I, I, I don't oh. know why I'm not playing that, oh. that sound. I got it. Cookbooks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you know? We're a little slow this morning. We are always slow. Um, did you know that the sales of cookbooks are rising uh, even though nobody reads anymore? Oh my goodness. That's and who, crazy. who better to talk about books, specifically cookbooks, than regional sales manager of Penguin Random House Books, Jessica, Jessica Pearson? <laughs> <laughs> Wow, thank you. Thanks for being on it, Alexa. Thank you very much. Wow. Well, so Jessica, she reads a lot. Uh, well, I I assume so because although you can't see her in your mouth, listeners, mm. she's she's looking very studious today with her rose gold framed glasses. Oh, oh, thank you. Yeah, girl, you look so smart. Can I try to pick up an advertiser for you and let oh, yeah. everyone know that they are Warby Parker? Oh. Warby, are you listening? Warby, they're probably not. not. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> you are we would love you to sponsor in yo mouth <laughs> okay so today's episode i'm very excited about because jessica is one of my best friends <laughs> um, i have a lot of best friends i was sorry, just giving I, I was just giving maria shit maria that's your name today. Who's that? <laughs> she has I mean, a lot of best friends i go i i do go way way back all the way to college but i know that she's picked up a lot of friends over the years so i i consider myself <laughs> Deep cuts. And I have no sexually transmitted diseases. <laughs> That's impressive. Yet. 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 <laughs> you can't get an infection in your booty hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you can. Uh, no. Um, so we met in college at Appalachian State. We did theater together. Um, but you were an English and theater major? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then when did you get into books? What? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, she just asked, when did you start reading? Uh, third grade, Marie. Third grade? First grade? I was wondering how far back you want me to go. Like Beatrix Potter? Like when I first started? No. Um, I started selling books in college at Appalachian State at a little bookstore called Black Bear Books. Oh, I remember, Do you remember that place. Do you remember that place? Yeah. It's close. Still- no, it's close. Uh, I worked in, or I came to New York when I graduated college to make it in publishing. And I got my job at Random House, and I have been there ever since, except for a five-year hiatus when I wasn't there. Why a Random House and not a specific house? Oh, that, well, um, you you must not do much reading. (laughs) (laughs) 
if you if you if you did, you would know that Random House is is a very specific house, the, the most specific. Many would say, as in it is the largest publisher. <laughs> <laughs> I just cracked my shit up. Do you know that? I do know okay, that. Okay, good. Thank God. <laughs> but I, I should like, say, just, we I, have now merged with Penguin. So we are now Penguin Random House, and we uh, are even bigger than before. I used to get my books mm. um, from Penguin. They, uh, what was that? Mr. Potter's Penguins? That um, was published yeah, by Penguin. Yeah, that well, was published by Penguin, Penguin uh, I, I think. I, think. I remember <laughs> it. Let's not put no. that in the pod unless we check. <laughs> all, all Penguin books are published by... Any book that Pen- ever said the word Penguin, Penguin was yeah, published by Penguin. That's true. Don't yes. Google it. Just yes. that. We know so much. We're so smart. Wait, what was the name of that book? I, uh, Mr. Made, Popper's Penguins? Oh, po- <laughs> Poppers. Oh, no. Uh-uh, Potters? We're not talking about Poppers. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Popper's Penguins? Hold on. Now I now. Do I you have know. to look this up? Are yes. you checking? Okay. Lord. Yes. Oh, it's, it's so Mr. Important. Popper's Penguins. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Publisher, Little Brown, Young Readers. Oh, oh that is not That's us. not Penguin. That's not no, us. No. No, no, oh. no, no. But I remember the little penguin. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but that's who she works for. <laughs> but the reason why I thought Jessica would be such a fun guest is because I was intrigued that cookbook sales really are thriving, even though in this digital world, a lot of people are not. I mean, when was the last time you read a book? Um, I read You're a Badass by Jen Cicero. That was two years ago. Oh. I remember you telling me about it. That was not two years ago. That was like a year ago. <laughs> but that was the last time you read a book? Yeah, I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> I do a lot of online reading. Like, Yeah. 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 Oh no! Actually, did you read that book in print or online? In print, and I actually someone handed me *City of Night* by I forget the author's name, which was one of the first gay novels um, in the sixties. So, like, it's a, a quintessential novel um, mm. about this man's travels um, and experiences with prostitution. Mm. It was like his memoirs. That's what you're reading now. Uh, that's what I the last read, City of Night. Oh, mm-hmm. well, I'm reading You Are a Badass right now and about to hit up Manhattan Beach. Did you oh, read that one? Jennifer Egan. Uh-huh. I did. We read it for my book club. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. hot one. Yeah, it was very good. Uh, before that, I read Kitchen, reread Kitchen Confidential. Oh, mm-hmm. I love that book Anthony so Borden. much. I know. May he forever rest in peace. I know. I was reading that people are buying more cookbooks because people are not wanting to go out as much. Mm. Um, people are staying in and cooking. That's why. Oh. I don't know. As, so as opposed <laughs> to just looking it up on like allrecipes.com? Well, I don't know. Yeah, please. Why? Why? <laughs> Do you want, would you like the expert to step in? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> We're I mean, obviously not experts. We barely can read and we just know we, penguins. We love I, penguins. I, I work for a specific house, okay? Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, truly. I guess there's a lot of opinions about why people are buying cookbooks, but you're right that the sales are up. In fact, they were up 28% in 2018, which what? is staggering to see that growth. Um, and people say that a couple things drive it. Um, whenever there's a big fad diet, like the keto diet, oh. which everybody, I think it was Tom Brady. Do we have him to thank for that? I, uh, that started this craze. But anyway, whenever mm-hmm. there's a big fad diet, mm-hmm. it will sp- like span or it will um, spur a flurry of cookbook publishing into this one diet, and so that will drive people out to the books. Um, also, people are. I mean, we all spend a lot of time on our screens and we easily Mm. could just go and look recipes up online. But 
I think that will reach a saturation point, people with, with their screen time. So they like to go back to the book. They like to open it. You get the recipe stains. You get the, like, actual spatters of, of food on the pages. And it's a memory, nostalgia. It takes you back to that time that you were working with your cookbook. So mm-hmm. people kind of get, like, nostalgic for having that and as an object that they can have in their kitchen that they can go back and remember. I feel that that's you, Marie, with your cookbooks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just got rid of a shit ton of cookbooks, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because um, a while ago I was getting sent a bunch, um, like weekly, um, due to the old blog. And on my shelf was sitting the Hello Kitty cookbook. or um, the Hello Kitty cookbook? Yeah, there was a Hello Kitty cookbook and like the Totally Avocados cookbook. Mm-hmm. All these like random things that... That you could see were fads at the time. Yeah. Avocados, uh, avocados especially. And yeah. you went out and bought a cookbook. Uh, I didn't know. They just sent it to me. Oh, like, they so, sent it to you. You know, um, you know, Specific House sent them to me. Oh, Specific <laughs> House. Oh, that's right. I forgot that you worked for Specific for, House. For, for review. For review. Yeah. <laughs> well, what other thing, what other fads or trends are happening with cookbooks? So there's the keto. Yeah. Or there's a Whole big, 30. Yeah, baby. Whole 30. Yeah, uh-huh. for sure. There's also um, a big trend right now in like there's too many new devices on the market that are driving cookbook publication. So instant pots are now the thing. Everybody mm-hmm. is doing their instant pot cookbook, including gourmet chefs like Mater Joffrey, one of the most famous James Beard award winning uh-huh. gourmet Indian chefs just put out an instant pot cookbook for Indian cooking. So that will make people publish into that market. Um, air fryers, that's another big one. Oh. So we see a lot of uh, we see a lot of opportunity to get in and corner that market for devices. So uh, here's a riddle me this Batman. Yeah. Um, tell me. So <laughs> let's say um, something like the instant pot comes out, right? Yeah. Which I, for a long time, I thought was called the Insta pot. Like I did Instagram. too. I com- I agree, but it is in fact instant. But I yes. someone missed the mark on they that did. one. They did. They could have really mm-hmm. partnered with Instagram. Had yeah. an amazing yeah. Kind of like that Dawn commercial where they keep going dish issues. I was like, who's the marketing person that didn't come up with dishes? Oh, oh, oh Don! Don, are you listening? I think that there is. <laughs> I don't know her. <laughs> you, you need. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so let's say something like the instant pot comes out. Do you then, um, as working for like a publishing house, see that oh, this instant pot is taking off, and then go to people like Chef so and so to be like, hey, we need a cookbook for this, so that way. Yeah. It kind of drives that sale. Like, is that the way that happens or just people or is it the other way around that people see this thing come out and then are starting to write cookbooks? And then does that make sense? Yeah, no, it yeah. does. It does make sense. I think, I guess, if it's a chicken or egg question. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's first that um, that the device starts to trend. And so, you know, last year, for example, I remember we were looking at some market research. The Instant Pot, Instant Pot was the number one selling device on Amazon, the number one product mm-hmm. actually you on get Amazon. It. Yeah, and it was out of stock and all that. So we will look at trends like that and see what is um, really working in the marketplace. And then, yeah, as publishers, we'll go to our um, either our list of authors that work with us, or we'll, we'll the publishers and editors will start to seek out um, you know people that they can partner with to do a cookbook because they see that there's obviously opportunity there. So I think it probably is the device that starts trending, shows us that there's an opportunity, and then 
respond in kind with the cookbooks to support wow. that. And I'm curious, these cooks then that are, are specifically cooking with this device, how many, how much, um, like, of their team helps them come up with these recipes? Or mm. if they're just the face of these recipes? or Because I know Ina Garden, like, she... She's in the test kitchen, like, cooking all of these recipes and developing them. Same with, like, Martha Stewart. I'm sure she has a huge team. But, like, they, I think, are testing these recipes mm -hmm. themselves. I wonder with something like that if it's more of, like, just putting a face on. I don't know. I'm being cynical, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you mean specifically with the device cookbooks? Like, with the Instant Pot? Yeah, if it differs from their other um like from the, the like how much how much is it really like they're they were so inspired by this device that they came mm. up with these all amazing recipes or is it just a team of people coming up with the recipes and then the celebrity chef is like yeah there you go <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean I shouldn't really say that question. but I don't I mean I, that's yeah, what that I would makes be sense, though. yeah that is a good question I don't mm. think Ina Garten's put out an instant pot cookbook yet but <laughs> We are very grateful that she does put out a cook about a cookbook a year for us, so maybe it's coming. When uh. when she uh, uh, her foraging for chickens and <laughs> getting like the most heritage. Mm. I love me and Ina Garten. I do too. Meme. I love Ina Garten. Mm -hmm. I've been with her from day one. Mm -hmm. Her her meatloaf recipe in mm. her co second cookbook. Although I would recommend halving it because if you <laughs> do you remember the loaf? Oh. The yeah, day it was I, a very big loaf. It was it was huge. I I couldn't even put it in a loaf pan. I had to freeform it on a cookie sheet, and it was just this huge <laughs> loaf. It, it was like a log. It was like really? a log. I didn't realize it was a recipe for fourteen, and I was making <laughs> it for three. <laughs> but I, it's still the best meatloaf. I think. Have you discovered? I think it's Food Fifty Two on Instagram. Yes. Um. They. I think it's them. Um. Have recently been posting um the meatloaf reminded me of it people's recipe and compare people's recipes and comparing them so it's like Ina Gartner's uh Ina Gartner Ina Garten's <laughs> I can't <laughs> I just that had is a stroke. question it's it's, it's Gar Garten Garten with a T, with a T. yeah Ina I used Garten. to call her Garden yeah I'm, well yeah. I just called her eight different things <laughs> Ina so it'd be like Ina's recipe, the Pioneer Woman's recipe, um, I don't know, Bobby Flay's recipe, and th they've been posting side by side, like all on a sheet. Yeah, Have I like that, that idea. Yeah, that's actually it's cute. Yeah, it is cute. Well, yeah, and because there's, you know, there's a hundred meatloaf recipes out there, maybe you also feel your allegiance to a chef that you've mm -hmm. been with for, like, I always trust Martha and Ina. Mm -hmm. So I like that to see it against all the other options. And little did you know, Marie's a meatloaf expert. Is she? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Me meat tubes. Meat tubes. Meat tubes. Meat tubes and meatloaf. Yes, oh. I said all... Oh, dogs at the beginning because that's a cookbook that still sits on my shelf. Oh, shell. dogs. Who did oat that? Dogs. Oat dogs. Oat dogs. Oh, okay. Or oat. Whose cookbook is that? I don't know. Somebody's. But there's recipes for all different hot dogs from across America. So there's like a <laughs> Chicago style dog. And then at the beginning of the book, it's how to make hot dogs, how to make your own. Mm -hmm. So I found it very. I, that one survived yeah. the purge. That's interesting. Yeah. So what else survived the purge? Um. Uh, the French Laundry Cookbook. Oh. Um, there's a Giada De Laurentiis cookbook, I think, up there. The Joy of Cooking. Oh. Mm -hmm. The yes. Joy of Cooking. I'm a big fan. That's the Bible. That's Folks, the Bible. if you don't have 
a single cookbook by the joy of cooking. Yes. That's it. So That's all you need, really. I'm going to put on my historian hat, or maybe oh. you know. So please. Um, <laughs> Um, so The Joy of Cooking has been in print continuously since 1936 and has sold more than 18 million copies. Yes, <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. Right? Yep. Do you guys publish that one? Um, no, we don't. No, okay. you don't. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, so we I are, will save we you. are o, and, <laughs> o and 2 for this episode. So hey, y'all got Ina. That's all that matters. Yeah, we for do. Real we have Ina. Um, and, we have, have, and we have Martha. Martha. And we have Jada. Well, then there's <laughs> who else? Who cares? We're lucky. Yeah. Um, I you gave me Martha Stewart Living oh. several years ago. You've yes. given me all my cookbooks. Actually, my most recent favorite is um, the Smitten Kitchen cookbook. I love Smitten Deb Kitchen. Deb Perlman. I love. Let's shout out to Deb Perlman. She is amazing. Mm. She is my go-to anytime I have just some random food in my refrigerator like cauliflower and I want to know something creative to do it I will type I do a go online for this but I will type <laughs> in cauliflower smitten kitchen uh-huh. and I will scroll through her recipes and they always deliver she's so good with vegetables that's the thing that she's I can't she's really good with vegetables yeah um, and then recently also uh, my roommate gave me Chrissy Teigen's cravings cravings for more or crave I don't know what it is but her stuff is pretty good too mm-hmm. which it's Again, being cynical, like, I'm like, okay, Chrissy Teigen, like, how much are you really spending time creating all these recipes? Like, do you have a team? Do you have, who's making these? But if you go on Instagram and actually watch, she does, she cooks a shit ton. Oh, yeah. She seems like she has, like, a couple assistants helping her, but she makes all of her recipes on Instagram stories, and it's really fun to watch, and they are so good. Um, I like her. Who else do you like? I would believe it's actually Chrissy, Chrissy Teigen. Do you remember that Tyra Banks talk show? Mm-hmm. That was like the view that happened for maybe half a year. Um, that, and Chrissy Teigen was the food girl oh, on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. She was always eating hot peppers. Remember Tyra Banks uh, started like a view type of show? Yeah, I do remember. And then, and then she took herself off the show because she wasn't reading well. And, then, and I think also because she wanted to have a baby. Mm. And so she left it, and it was Chrissy Teigen and some random like YouTube crafting girl, mm. and I don't remember whom else. It didn't do very well. I, how, where did, when did Chrissy Teigen get into food? Because she was a supermodel. Uh, I don't know. She's like she needed a uh, second a chapter. Thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> she, uh, I, she's a Jenny McCarthy type uh, in that sense of that. They were models, but they were like these out of the box models that like pick their nose and mm-hmm. they they fart and they like do like they're like real girls, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised that like Chrissy Teigen just moved in, and maybe it was that Tyra Banks show that kind of like launched this food thing because she was the food. It was cooking with Chrissy Teigen on that show. Yeah. I mean, I think in answer to your point, I think with these celebrity authors, I believe it does originate from them. Mm -hmm. And I believe, yeah, that they start, you know, cooking and sharing recipes and do it. But I think then as they grow, they develop, they get a team and Mm -hmm. there's a help. But yeah, I think it starts with them. Hmm. 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 Well, you Hmm. know what? Uh, We've been waiting to do. All episode. Oh no. Uh huh. Oh. I don't know. If you, uh, is she ready for this? I don't. I don't think she's ready. <laughs> oh. What uh, is this? Uh, uh, oh don't be no. <laughs> no I, I suddenly feel nervous. <laughs> you but look it too. I know. <laughs> I think it's time to introduce you to <laughs> food, food news, news update. update! 
Oh boy. Man and dog survive five days in Oregon snow because Taco Bell fire sauce saves lives. What? <laughs> Y'all, this is the most incredible story. This man and his dog were, were trapped in his car for five days because Oregon was hit with a big old snow blizzard. Um, way that he survived. <laughs> Snow blizzard. You said snow blizzard. Snow blizzard. <laughs> a blizzard of snow. Uh-huh. Uh, he survived because he ate. He had three packets of the fire sauce from Taco Bell in his car, and um, and then intermittently he would turn on his car for the heat. But that's how he lived. Wow! Wow! That talk about. But what so, did the dog eat? He shared. <laughs> he shared the sauce <laughs> with the dog. I still don't understand how like. The sauce was nutritious enough. I mean, hey, look, I'm not a, a nutritionist, but the man survived, and Taco Bell, because of it, is giving him free Taco Bell for a year. Wow. Well, you know what? If mm-hmm. I ever want, if I ever get stuck in the snow and rescued, that's exactly what I want for the rest <laughs> of the year is Taco Bell. If you almost died, that's what you want. You know, can I just jump in for a minute? Yeah. yeah. Taco Bell, speak because we were talking about books and writing and all this. I, I just want to give a shout out in this moment to Taco Bell's website. Oh, oh girl, we are we obsessed. Know. Are you obsessed? Yeah. Oh. It is it is a literary magnum opus. <laughs> of it is unbelievable. Whoever the writer is, he deserves to win a literary prize. Or she. Or she. Yeah. Or she. Thank yeah. you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um wait it's a true. minute. Uh, funnily enough. Didn't read the site, but I love all the merch on it. Yes, the merch is great, but also the the way that they describe the food and oh, the, I've all already, the different items. Yes, I, 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 I pulled it up. Oh, oh would it be God. okay if I <laughs> yes, did? Please. Could I just do a dramatic reading? Absolutely. Just, just for one we'll, excerpt. We'll, we'll sell it on Audible. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I've been trying to launch a, a, a book, um, an audiobook career, so that would be great. This is um this is the crunchy t- uh, the soft taco, so um. I'm going to just read to you the very end of the description of the soft taco. Now, this, it's one of their most basic foods, one of, the, one of their simplest dishes. But with the help of this uh, literary genius, um, it becomes much more. <laughs> Instead of a tough corn shell, the soft taco has a warm flour tortilla. It's the one you see helping an elderly lady cross the street just after helping her get her cat out of the tree. It remembers your birthday even without the help of social networks, which is huge. It's so soft. It exclusively listens to Toronto hip-hop, sorry Canada, 80s power ballads. Hey, no judgment. It happens to be the best of us. And if we're being completely honest here, we have all done this before. It's dreamy. It's soft. It's delicious. It's the soft taco. (laughs) Isn't that incredible? I mean... I, I found my new train reading. I, <laughs> yes. I just taco sauced in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> they have about 75 menu items, and yeah. they're all given a good three to four paragraphs, so it could take you hours on the train to Maybe get Maybe we'll have to dedicate a full episode just to, to the menu. You should yeah. try to get the writer on the show with you. Ah! Are you oh, listening? Great. Do you have any connections? You since you're a smart one. <laughs> well, uh, you know, you know smart what? people? <laughs> we'll, we'll have to ask her about Paul after Food News Update Oh, is it's over. on my yeah, list. Yeah, yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Anyways. <gasps> Fishgate. Passenger threw hissy fit over fish dinner, causing flight delay. Good for him, because why the fuck are they serving fish on the plane? No, you got it wrong. Who put this motherfucking fish on this motherfucking plane? (laughs) 
Nope, it's wrong. Um, the passenger, he can't eat meat or wheat, and he was livid when he learned there was no more fish meals available in business class on Saturday. Oh, well, he should have marked vegetarian. Yeah, so he threw a hissy fit, and, you know, uh, the flight attendant was very polite when she offered him several choices, the witness said. Well, you know what? You're an ass. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> you're an asshole. Yeah, you're an overprivileged asshole. Yeah. You know, just eat around eat around the bad chicken. <laughs> you <know? laughs> you're on you're on a flight. I don't even know where he was going. Mm. Oh, it was on an Air Canada flight. Um, and they had to return to the gate because of this disruptive passenger. Wow. I would have been pissed. Mm. What about you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I definitely would have been um very angry. <laughs> angry, I was trying to angry, think of something witty to say. <laughs> angry that you didn't get the fish that you that you wanted, or angry that we had to go back. I'm just wondering who's getting meals on domestic flights anymore. Yeah, what? Who? What, Which airline is? Yeah, this? sign me up for that. Yeah, yeah, it was Air Canada flight. Oh, it's Air Canada. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everything's better in Canada, uh, except for the fish. Send a chocolate dick to anyone in the world. Yay! <laughs> so, Wait, is that racist? No. Uh, no. Oh. Oh, we're What's talking. Racist? <laughs> a chocolate dick? No. Send a big old chocolate, dark yes. chocolate dick to anybody. No, believe it or not, there is a new company out there called Dick at Your Home, Dick at Your Door. Excuse me, <laughs> DickAtYourDoor.com, where you can anonymously send. Someone, a chocolate-covered dick, chocolate-shaped as a dick, and, and when they open the box, it says, eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a big, there's a big difference between a chocolate-covered dick and a dick made out of chocolate, Marie. There is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, there's also chocolate. Oh, you can eat poop. Eat poop. Chocolate One. poops. Chocolate poop. Who would, you send, who would you send a chocolate they dick have, to? They have a white chocolate, too. So it's oh. not, you know, it's oh, okay. equal. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Lovely. Who would I? You. Yeah. I would definitely. didn't even want to put this as a food news update because I was going to send you a dick in the mail. <laughs> but it just had to be reported about. <laughs> just <laughs> the got, world and, needed to know. Anybody at work that you hate that you would send a dick to that said (laughs) eat a dick um i don't think i i wonder about our hr policies and and (laughs) how they would handle the the transmission of chocolate dicks in the mail (laughs) to my coworkers. (laughs) so i can't think of anyone off the top of my head yeah (laughs) being ceo of my own life i personally (laughs) can send a dick in the mail to anybody I wish I could send it to the owner of the restaurant I work at. Oh, my God. Yeah. Couldn't yeah. that that'd be amazing? That would be amazing. Uh, he was just at the other place that we worked at. Oh, really? Yeah, I mm, hate I would send him <laughs> and eat a dick real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. He's um, kind of one of those bad people. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> those money-hungry, nasty people in the world. One of them fat cats. Yeah. Would you send a dick to anyone, Michael? Um, No, because by the time I w- it would be time to put it in the mail, I would have eaten them already. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that's the end of Food News Update! So, Jessica, why don't don't you tell us what's what's new and exciting in the world of cookbooks? What what are we to expect for 2019? What are we anticipating? Oh, anticipating for 2019. Well, we have a lot to anticipate. 
Um, we have a lot of celebrity chefs that are coming out with some great cookbooks. Is Bobby us. Flake coming out with no. another one? No, he's okay, not. Good. So he's not one of the ones. Okay, good, because I can't stand him. <laughs> but it will be a, a big year for the Great British Baking Show. There's going to be a cookbook? There's going to be three, Marie. <laughs> Three cookbooks. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a lot of cooking. They, they do a lot of complicated things on that show. Well, Mary Berry tells us that Shut. as complicated as the show looks, she can help you make fast and easy cakes. Wait, so is it her? It's like, her. Oh. Uh, yes. You heard it here first. Mary Berry is back with a vengeance. Oh, She's, my God. She looks so prim and proper on the cover, too. She's always so put together. And she just stands there and has this gorgeous cake in front of her on the cover of the book and looks like it took her n- just no time at all. Because she, she it even, probably didn't. She didn't even mess up her coiffed hair. <laughs> wow. I love Mary Berry, and I would definitely buy all three of those cookbooks. I'm not a baker. You're a baker. Mm-hmm. You bake cakes and shit. Mm-hmm. I don't. I like make a cobbler. If I need something sweet, I make a cobbler because that's so easy. Mm. But... I don't know. I don't know. What else is on the list? Uh, well, one of my favorites that I'm looking forward to is Tracy Morgan. <gasps> Wait a Shut minute. up! The yes, comedian? The comedian. What does he know about cooking? Well, he's about to tell us, and it's called The Last OG Cookbook, How to Get Mad Culinary Skills. <laughs> and it, it features him prominently on the jacket. Yes. Look, looking very OG. Wow. That's but amazing. Once again, where did he get his mad cooking skills? Do I need to look this up? We might need to look this up. I mean, but fuck it. I'm sure he, whatever. He doesn't need to be a professional chef to, to sell his mad culinary skills. Right? <laughs> I'll buy that shit. I love Tracy Morgan. So apparently Tracy Morgan says... That this project is really special to me. Um, He's telling EW.com, I can throw down in the kitchen. So I'm excited to put these recipes in a book packed with soul and bold in your face flavors. Oh, look at that. The most important ingredient is love. I want this book not only to inspire mad culinary skills, but give back to the Brooklyn community where I grew up. I love that. A cookbook that gives back to the communities. Yes. Brooklyn, yeah. Yes. Well, what else is on the list there? Um, well, we also have, I guess this is a food memoir, but she is a celebrity in the food world, and one of my absolute favorites is Ruth Reichel, is coming out, former editor of Gourmet Magazine, oh. with her book, Save Me the Plums. Oh my and gosh. And if you have never read a, food, a Ruth Reichel food memoir, then you need to drop everything that you're doing right now mm-hmm. and rush out and apples to apples. No, what comfort is, me with apples. Comfort me with comfort apples. Me that with was apples. amazing. I read that. Tender at the bone. Tender at the bone was Those amazing. Are fabulous. So this is a, just a an ode to her career at Gourmet, and she gives us you know insider stories about working. Uh, well, how she started her career at Gourmet, mm-hmm. about the people she worked with, the meals that she's eaten, and it's all just you know, lush and wonderful mm. and it you feel like you want to sit down or you feel like you're sitting at her table having lunch with her oh. while she shares with you. So you get to read all these advanced copies, right? I do. <sighs> That's cool. Yeah. So you get to get you pay you get paid to read and then you get passionate about these things mm-hmm. and then you go as a regional sales manager you then get to travel mm-hmm. all over what is your jurisdiction like you i'm in the south the south baby yeah. Yeah. Shout out for the south i work with bookstores independent bookstores specifically really 
Really? Yes, all around the South. So I travel and I do just what you said. I come to New York for our sales conference to hear from the editors about all the books that they're excited about. And then we hear their presentations. We read the books. We get excited about what we are looking forward to, go back, transmit that excitement to the booksellers. The booksellers get excited. And then the booksellers transmit that excitement to the customers. And that's how books get built and made. The, the book sellers connected hiring? to the <laughs> sellers and the sellers <laughs> connected to the customers. And, <laughs> and hear the word of the book. That, I think, is the, one of the coolest uh, Is that an old church song? Yeah. 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 Wow, I just I flashed back it. to church camp. Yeah, the it's about building a church, right? No? No, the headphones connected to the leg bone. The oh, leg that's not a connect- church song. Never mind. <laughs> What am I talking about? <laughs> but no, I thought it ends with hear the word of the Lord. Oh, yeah. Or something yeah. like that. Mm. Okay. So we have been obsessed since day one of this podcast with yeah. a cookbook. And maybe <laughs> you can help us get this man on on the podcast. Okay. His name is Paul Fotenhauer, for short, Foti. Okay. And he has a cookbook called Natural Harvest, a collection of semen-based recipes. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I didn't think it was going there. Oh, that is a flan made of semen. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's in <an> Natural <laughs> Harvest. <laughs> we have reached out to him personally and via social media to no avail. Mm-hmm. And we really would like him on this podcast. Do you know who publishes his book? I, 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 uh, it's oh my god, if it's Penguin Random House, <laughs> I think we then are golden. I will make that my personal mission <laughs> if, it's, if we publish the book. <laughs> I, I, I will give that to you. Create space independent publishing. Mm. Oh. No, he, he did it himself. He wishes. I think he self-published his collection of semen-based uh, recipes. He has a cocktail book too, volume <laughs> two. Wow, a, a cock book yep. does he yep, you stir does he have fun with that wordplay oh yeah for sure while he's coming in his <laughs> moscow mule <laughs> jesus but wouldn't that be fun if we could get him on that one? would be amazing yeah the recipes really come on are. paul that you have two really really rabid fans here <laughs> you want to cook with your semen i would not eat that if you paid me that might would be why that, that might be mouth? why he's yeah, not, why not coming on your show Ah, like I mean, figuratively and literally, he is not coming on our show. You know, people drink breast milk and do all sorts of things. So why not? I wonder if anyone has yet come up with the idea of an entire, like, organic body cookbook. Like, you know how women eat the placenta, so it could be like recipes with for your placenta. Well, there's or women that cocktails make, with breast milk. There's or, women that have made bread out of their own yeast. Yeah, so maybe maybe yeah. th- maybe this is an opportunity. We should do some market research. <laughs> see if we want. <laughs> we we the, the, you've heard it here first, folks. That the three of us are starting a new fad of just eating things from your body, and it's going to be the new trend. And we're going to write a cookbook. Yeah, we'll take your ball cheese and yeah, sell it sell it online. Thanks to Penguin Random. House. I don't think no. Penguin Random House wants to put it. Okay, no. I don't think they want to attach themselves I, I, to this project. I don't, I don't think they. I've been trying to break into um, adult novels, like writing steamy, like erotica. Yeah. There's so much money in that right now. Yeah, fun everybody. fact, E.L. Oh. James uh-huh. of Fifty Shades of yes. Grey fame yes. started as a baby, basically a blogger. Mm-hmm. And she had such a fan base from her online writing that 
it was the publisher that found her and said, can we publish this as a book? Because she had developed just an incredible following through online blogging with her stories. Now, I have read the trilogy. (laughs) I am sure that you have. Out of all the books that you read um, and have read, did you read those? I did not. (laughs) (laughs) She's too busy uh, immersed in cookbooks. I was too busy reading Ruth Reichel. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's it's also written. They're written on like a third grade level. I'm not kidding. Like the reading level for her. Wow. But it's great. Well, this took a weird turn. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I want to say thank you, Jessica, for coming and educating us and the people. Uh, You know, because I just don't get this kind of education at you know specific house oh specific <laughs> specific house publishing you should um you should see if specific house is interested in coming on as an imprint of random house or, a, or yeah a, yes mm-hmm. we we do take on smaller publishers that we partner with so oh. is, is specific house yeah. just you uh, um it's a specific group of people oh <laughs> <laughs> that's mainly just me your own cookbook what would you be cooking what would your theme be um like the kitchen gaily like what um, is that it would it would probably be um like your guide to eating and uh, living and eating fabulously Ooh, yeah. oh i love that yes honey oh mine would be stick, sticky fingers <laughs> barbecue i don't know you know it would be kind of like um one of those choose your own adventure cookbooks i've thought about Right, so you have okay. Here are some base recipes, but you can, if you turn to page thirty-eight, you can put these sides with it. But you know what else goes with it? This sauce goes with it on page thirty-nine. But if you really don't like that, you know, it's like a choose-your-own-adventure. Yeah, book. I like that. Right. You couldn't call it choose your own adventure because yeah. you might get an email like I did saying cease and desist. You cannot call your web. We released a web series that was a choose your own adventure, and we got an official email from the seventies, like from the book ju- series. Yep, saying you cannot use that term. Oh, actually, wow. Fox had bought it because they're making like a full series of choose your own adventure something. So, well, pick I your love own those fate. Books. Pick 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 what you want to put in your mouth. Yeah. Book. It's a little long, but yeah. we could we'll, work it. We'll workshop it. We Do can what you want. It. Yeah. Well, I have to say, thank you, number one, for letting us podcast in your hotel room uh, <laughs> while you're visiting town. Um, she's a very busy girl, so we had to we had to swing by, and she was lucky to have some time for us. Um, you are by far one of my, you know, very smart. It's always fun talking to you. You're you're in the know always when it comes to books. It's very inspirational. Um, You're, you are also number 365 on, on her, her best friend <laughs> list. That's great. <laughs> One friend for every day of the year. Yes! Can I have Christmas, though? Oh, girl, you have gotten Christmas, remember? The bow skirt. I told, yep, that's a whole other story. That's another podcast. Oh, my God. I took, well, real quick, I took Jessica to this Christmas party, and I said, let's dress festive. So I wore just like a sweet little skirt. I mean, it was a sweater, and then Jessica... <laughs> Oh, she's awesome. She had a full skirt made of uh, Christmas bows, like like the plastic ones. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It, it was, was actually very an, stylish. You know what? It was actually oh. a bow apron that was perfect. It looks like a skirt from the front, but it's good for a quick change if you have a tacky party and then an elegant party that you have to attend mm. both in one night. 
So yes, it or was very fashionable. If you're cooking your holiday meals and you are wanting to be a little more festive, but they are plastic, so getting too close to your stove could be life threatening. Ah, <laughs> just flip it around. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that your life motto, Marie? Just <laughs> flip it around. <laughs> around. <laughs> well, thanks so much oh, for coming man. to play with us. Oh, this, this has been so much fun. fun. Oh, yes, this has been a blast. How can the fans find you? Do you want them to find you? Well, actually, um, they, well, they'll find me down in Nashville. That's <laughs> <laughs> where I live. Go down there. Um, Shout at the top of your lungs. Exactly. Jessica Pearson. <laughs> and that's how you find her. Come into a small independent bookstore in the Southeast to buy one of these cookbooks that we've talked about, and I might be in there. Oh, I love, that's, great. Oh, that's great. There you go. Oh, man. Well, thank what you to cool Jessica. Job. And thank you, Maria, as always. Thank you, Munoz, as always. Oh, this was great. This was so much fun. I'm so ready to pop open a cookbook and start cooking. Oh, I'm so ready to eat a dick. Oh, with, with <laughs> that, y'all. Thank you so much for listening to In, In Your Mouth. mouth.